is an exclusive presentation of high school sports on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. This is the High School Coaches Show. Here's your host, Justin Kenny. Welcome in, everyone, to the High School Coaches Show. I'm Justin Kenny here on a Thursday evening. Talking area high school sports here, an abbreviated version of the show, as we're only here till about 6.30 this evening before we give way to some hockey, and plenty of which to talk about here over the next half hour or so, as uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot to go over, and we're going to start it off here in just a couple minutes. Coach Mark Davidson of the Blackhawk Christian Braves will join us, and then about 6.15, it'll be Bryce Vance as he joins us each and every week to talk area high school basketball so just a couple minutes of course we'll talk to coach uh coach davidson about the big game last week against uh, homestead how that went but also plenty more to get to to the number one team in class 2a black Hawk christian so here in just a couple minutes we'll talk to coach davidson and again bryce vance will join us here in just a bit but let's get it started as we do here at the top of the hour, it is Mr. Mark Davidson joining us right now. Coach, how are you? I'm doing good, Justin. How about you? We're doing well here, and uh, it, I haven't talked to you since the, really the season began, and uh, here we are in the middle of it. So uh, I guess for the first time this year, I'm going to ask you, how are things going? You know, it's going well. You know, we've got uh, a lot of experience, obviously, you know, pretty much the same team as we had last year, and um you know, our, uh, our seniors have really stepped up. They've led us well, and so that makes our job easier as coaches when you've got guys with that kind of experience and they kind of know what the expectations are. And so, uh, you know, we're going to still continue to grind and try to get better every day. I think that we always t- tend to talk about Caleb first, first, but I, I want to bring up guys like Zane Burke and, and Marcus Davidson and even Jacob Boyer, guys that have uh, th- that are those complimentary guys and are just as important as Caleb, and particularly Jacob. I've, I've in my opinion, seen him jump tremendously uh, from last year to this year and being a guy you can rely on in a variety of different roles, and that's really the key. You can have a big star, but if you don't have the other guys around him, it kind of uh, is, is can be wasted. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, JB's been really good for us. And, uh, you know, he's a great compliment to Caleb because uh, he shoots the ball exceptionally well, and he's also an excellent passer. Um, You know, and he's capable of bringing the ball up the floor. He does all the little things. He draws charges. He dives on the floor. Um, He's one of those glue guys that, uh, you know, every team needs in order to be successful. Coach, let's uh, let's look back a, a week ago. You played Homestead uh, at Homestead, a great test for both teams. And I know in talking to Coach Chris Johnson, it was one of those games like, hey, it's it's a, it's a barometer game. It's going to be a lot of fun. The kids are going to have fun, but we just want to see how good you we are. What did you take out of that game in terms of where you guys are at compared to where you want to be? Well, I mean, it was obviously disappointing to come up on the short end of the scoreboard, but. Uh... You know, in terms of the way that we played, I was pretty pleased overall. I mean, I think so much of this game comes down to shot selection. And, uh, you know, a lot of times after a game, you're kicking yourself and you want to have this shot back or this possession back. And uh, honestly, I didn't do a lot of that as I watched it back. I mean, I liked the shots that we got. I thought we got good shots in close. I thought we got uh, open three-point shots. Obviously, we didn't make them. 
Um, but I thought, uh, for the most part, we took the shots we wanted to take. And for the most part, with a few exceptions, you know, we gave them the shots we wanted them to take. Um, you know, they're, they're a great basketball team. So it was a great test for us. And uh, unfortunately, we picked the wrong night to, uh, to not shoot the ball so well. Yeah, I mean, you can only coach so much, and when you shoot 0 of 17 from 3 that night, sometimes you just got to sit back and say, you know, the shot wasn't falling that night, and you hope that it's you don't have one of those rear their ugly head in the playoffs. Yeah, and like I said, I thought we had good looks. I don't think we necessarily forced anything. I thought we had uh, open shots. We took them in rhythm. They were, you know, for the most part, inside-out threes, which is what we like to do. Um, they didn't fall. I mean, you know, we know we're a good shooting basketball team, and uh, you know, we got we got back on track over the weekend. So, coach, it's it's interesting because so many times we talk about how the previous year ended, and of course, it ended for you guys with a win over Canterbury, winning a sectional championship, and then of course, COVID putting a stop to the season. Uh, how have you approached this year, knowing that okay, you know, moving on from last year, unfinished business type thing, and then trying to take advantage of of you know, has been an uncertain year this year with cancellations and move-ins. Uh, how have you handled it? How has this group handled it? Well, I, you know, I think after going through what everybody went through last season, it just kind of builds a, a new appreciation for each day. And, uh, you know, it was uh, the ancient philosopher Cervantes that said the, the journey is better than the end. And uh, John Wooden has used that quote a lot, and I think that's absolutely true. Just embracing the journey of each day. Um, I think our guys have, have just really embraced that philosophy. And, um, you know, we, we've we been fortunate so far. We've been able to stay healthy, and uh, our opponents have been healthy. And so, uh, you know, but at, at any moment, that could change. And so uh, I just think our guys have taken the approach. We're going we're gonna to take each day as it comes and make the most of it. Caleb First, now a senior, of course, going to Purdue starting next year. And uh, his final year at the prep level, obviously final year with you. Um, what has it been like to coach Caleb, and how have you seen him really take it to the next level in all aspects in his final year of high school eligibility? Well, you know what Caleb has really done is he's just improved skill-wise every year, I mean, significantly. And sometimes that gets lost because he's so – talented physically but uh skill wise he's just continued to get better continued to add elements to his game um i think the biggest strides he's made has been in terms of the intangibles the leadership and the toughness and the assertiveness and aggressiveness um with which he plays and uh you know we still challenge him to do that for for 32 minutes every time out because when he plays with a high level of aggression we're a different team you know, another player I wanted to ask you about is Callan Wood, a senior, a guy that's been around for a while, and he's he's been a role player coming off the bench. And last uh, last week against Bishop Blue, were 16 points, eight rebounds, just another guy you can count on, throw out there and trust. Um, what would you say about Callan Wood's development for you over the last couple of years? Well, Cal's another one of those glue guys. You know, he does all the little stuff. He'll guard anybody, um, rebounds the ball. You know, another thing against Lures was he had eight assists kind of quietly because he scored it, but uh, he really passed the ball well and found the open man. And so, uh, you know, his development has, has been the result of the work that he's put in. I mean, he's put in a ton of time in the gym working on his game, and uh, we're kind of seeing the, the benefits of that. And I think you could say the same for Gage Sefton, a younger kid, a sophomore, but he's had some moments for you. Yeah, Gage is a really athletic kid. You know, he's 6'4", and uh, very quick, jumps well. 
And uh, Gage has been he's been really good for us. You know, he gives us a real nice spark off the bench, and uh, he can guard pretty much anybody one through five, and uh, offensively can do a lot of things with the basketball. So he's been great for us. Coach, the Homestead game was a big one for you, but you had some other ones. You went to uh, that tournament against Bar Reeve and Shenandoah. Uh, you play, you went over, uh, you know, played Hamilton, Ohio. You played Silver Creek, albeit without Trey Kaufman. So, th- this first, you know, month and a half of the season has had some tremendous challenges for this team. And while some of it is to highlight uh, Caleb first around the state, but uh, how have you felt your your guys around him have handled such big games and big moments? Because they have to be ready for those come the two way playoffs yeah i mean i and i think overall we've handled it pretty well and uh you know, i think our guys are used to games like that and uh you know we played in a lot of big games over the past few years and uh this year's no exception and we got we got lots of big games coming up but uh you know we talk to our guys about the process we take them one at a time our focus right now is on bowman academy and uh you know we got to be ready to play for them tonight and a bit of a a good uh, you know homestand here for four straight games starting tonight with Bowman. You get Lakewood Park, then Dwanger and Woodland. So not a lot of travel for you. You guys can uh, can get comfortable a little bit. Yeah, it's always nice to be in our gym. And uh, you know tonight was a night we were supposed to be out at Culver Academies, and that fell through. So we were really thankful to be able to pick up Bowman kind of on late notice there. So it'll be a good test for us tonight. Coach, I wanted to ask you about, you know, it was a story in the offseason and, and, and you battling health issues. I, I saw you at Homestead. You look great. So how are you feeling? I tell you, Justin, I feel great. You know, I really do. My energy is great, and I'm starting to get some weight back. I had lost about 50 pounds, and I think I've, I think I've put back close to 30, um, you know, of, of what I would call pretty good weight. Um, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, His mercies are new every morning. And that verse means more and more to me all the time. Um, and I'm just I'm just thankful for the opportunities that God has given me, you know, to impact lives of young men through the game of basketball. And I just want to embrace each day. And, Coach, of course, you know, your, your, your side gig, bodybuilding and those competitions, are you going to be able to fully get back uh, to what you were doing? Yeah, my my plan is to get back to it. I, I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm a, I'm a competitive strongman. There's a massive difference. But what's the what's the difference? Tell us, Coach. Well, bodybuilding is is uh, you know strictly physique. What you look like. Strongman is is moving moving weight. Yeah. Typically odd objects. You know. Um, and so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to compete again. I mean, my training's going well. I'm not I'm not where I was before uh, surgery, but uh, I'm getting stronger every day. So. I remember watching those on the old ESPN with Magnus for Magnuson. Oh yeah, he was a beast. Oh yeah, yeah I mean it's, it's amazing the weight the weight those guys are moving anymore is is ridiculous. I mean you got guys deadlifting over a thousand pounds, which is absolutely crazy. But uh, there's there's a lot of strong people out there. How do you how do you train? And we're getting kind of in the weeds here, but how do you train for things when, like you said, it's such awkward objects or difficult objects that aren't laying around all over the place? Is it, the principles the, the same despite what you're lifting? Yeah, there's there's some carryover. You know, uh, I've got a strongman gym in Huntington that I that I go to when I need to uh, to use some special equipment, and I've got you know some of that stuff of my own that I've accumulated over the years, but. Uh, there's carryover. You just get in there and move, move some heavy stuff, and you're, and you're going to see some carryover for sure. All right, Coach, you get a game tonight against Bowman. I know the uh, the JV game starts here in about 20 minutes. So what do you want to see from your group here tonight and heading into the weekend? you got Lakewood Park as well this week. 
Well, we got to handle their pressure. I mean, they're a team that likes to pressure in the full court and in the half court. They get it up and down, and so uh, we got to handle their pressure. We definitely got to rebound the basketball. So we'll see. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. Congratulations, eleven and one start. Great job. Keep it going. We'll catch up to you. All right. All right. Thanks, Justin. Take care. That was Coach Mark Davidson, Blackhawk Christian Braves. His team 11-1 and here on the season, number one in Class 2A. Of course, their lone loss at Homestead last Tuesday, a 72-60 to setback against the Spartans in a game that was closer than that throughout. It was just the, uh, the, the double whammy of Fletcher Lawyer getting hot in the fourth quarter, hitting a trio of threes for Homestead. And as we mentioned with Coach Davidson, 0 for 17 from range from, for Blackhawk Christian. And as Coach said, they had good looks it wasn't like they were rushing shots and and trying to shoot over guys they had some good clean looks from outside and just could not knock them down and sometimes you just uh like i said you just kind of have to sit back and say you know it's, it's just not our night these shots are not falling and that's definitely what it was. I thought Blackhawk Christian played a phenomenal game. Both of those teams, state-caliber teams, in my opinion. Blackhawk Christian in 2A and uh, Homestead, of course, in 4A. And, and the, the undefeated Spartans will get a tremendous challenge this weekend. They will play Northside on Friday. But the big one coming up against Lawrence North, the number one team in Class 4A, also undefeated. So number one versus number two coming up on Saturday. Would have been a great game for... Everybody to go out to, but unfortunately with COVID, we're uh, we're not going to be able to do that. So it's at Lawrence North, a 5:30 tip-off estimated on Friday. So, uh, or excuse me, Saturday. So it's a big game, obviously. Uh, Homestead and Lawrence North battle of undefeateds. Homestead sitting at 14 and 0, and Lawrence North is 13 of 0. And of course, of course, Jack Kiefer, longtime coach of Lawrence North, now with. 833 career wins for Jackie for 772 at Lawrence North in his 45th season with the Wildcats. We're going to take a break. Bryce Vance will join us after the break, and it's an abbreviated version of the high school coaches show. we got hockey coming up at the bottom of the hour. He is John Graham. I'm Justin Kelly on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. The Rocket Mortgage Super Bowl Square Sweepstakes is back. Every time the score changes, someone wins $50,000. Plus, two grand prize winners will win a half a million dollars they could use toward their dream home. See rules and enter for free at RocketMortgageSquares.com. Rocket Mortgage, official mortgage sponsor of Super Bowl 55. No purchase necessary. Legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C. of age of majority. Ends February 4th. Licensed in all 50 states. And a- Wireless companies try to lure you in with a new phone just to lock you into a contract. Not Simple Mobile. If you have a great smartphone you love, you can get a powerful nationwide 5G network without the contract. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone's compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Compatible 5G capable device and SIM required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speeds not yet available. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. 
It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. At Shrinage Hospitals for Children, they are a million reasons to share love. My buddy Caleb is one of them. This is his story. Hi, I'm Caleb, and this is my story. I was born with osteogenesis imperfecta, or renal bone disease. I have broken my bones almost 200 times, and I have had 11 surgeries. But I didn't let that stop me. I love to bike ride, climb, race, and There are a million reasons to share love, but you only need one. Caleb is one reason. To learn how you can share love, visit loveshriners.org. So many roofing companies in the area, it's tough to be sure you're partnering with the right business to get the job done. Alliance Exteriors is here to make that decision easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal roofing, shingle roofing, and more. They promise to take care of you for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to years after your job is completed with a lifetime warranty. Did you know booking your roofing project with Alliance Exteriors in winter will save you thousands and guarantees that your home will be at the front of the Line come springtime. Call Alliance Exteriors today, 908-5465. Check out their Facebook or visit their website at AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free, no-pressure estimate. All estimates come with an exclusive 10-point inspection, a $129 value for free. Book now to save thousands off the last roof you will ever put on your home. Don't forget to ask about their first responder discount. Start the process with Alliance Exteriors, your partners for life. Here's more from the High School Coaches Show on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan at 100.9 FM. Welcome back to an abbreviated version of the High School Coaches Show. We're done here in just about 12 minutes as we'll give way to men's hockey. It will be Notre Dame and Michigan at the bottom of the hour. But plenty of basketball coming over the next couple days here on 1380. The fan tomorrow to be PFW at Green Bay. A 445 uh, coverage will start about 15-minute pregame. And then Brett Rump will bring you all the action. The Mastodons. I want to say I've won four straight, maybe even five straight Horizon League games. I think they started one and five. Now they're five and five in the league. So I think they won the four in a row. So congratulations to PFW. We'll see if they can keep it going on the road tomorrow. And then it'll be Caleb Hatch on the call tomorrow night. Southside and Carroll boys at 730. The girls game is actually a lot, a lot, a lot more interesting in that matchup as Carroll pretty much trying to knock off the last real threat to them in the conference and Southside going to try to show that they can uh, they can compete with Carroll and give a run for the SAC. So that game is really, in my opinion, for the SAC championship. So 
The girls game first at about 6, and then Caleb Hatch will be on the call south side and Carroll at 7.30. Of course, the uh, girls game uh, cannot be on because of the Mastodons. Before Saturday, it'll be the Mastodons in Green Bay again at 4.45 uh, pregame starts. Tip will be about 5 o'clock Sunday. It will be Pacers-Raptors at 3 o'clock and then give way to the NFC and AFC championship games. The Bucks and Packers will be joined in progress after Pacers basketball. So a lot of basketball coming up in the next couple of days, and we're talking basketball here over the next 10 or so minutes. Bryce Vance joins us. He usually joins us at 6 o'clock. Now he's on a tad late giving way to Mark Davidson. Bryce, how are you? I'm good, Justin. How are you? Good, and I, I, I told a couple people here that uh, you were very upset by being bumped, and then when I told you who you were bumped by, you uh, you realized you weren't going to be able to, to take him. No, no. I, I would definitely, I was glad to uh, give way to, to Coach Davidson. I, I think he would, he should always deserve um, first in line uh, ahead of me in, in any stance in life. I feel like if we both tried to take him on, you know, he, it would be that picture where we're like both holding on to his arms and he's like picking us up and clunking yeah. our heads together or something. That's pretty much what I sure. envision with um, with Mark Davidson. But, Bryce, we got to spend some quality time together last Saturday out of yeah. Westview High School. Watch the girls and boys championship games of the NECC tournament. Let's start on the girls side because I think the, uh, you know, it, 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 I don't want to say it shocked us, but surprised to see Garrett get knocked off. And there's still a, a shot at somebody else winning this league so what did you take out of last week in the tournament and what do you see happening here over the final couple weeks of the regular season uh the, the tournament um was a little shocking in that angola was able to go all the way through and and pretty much put their their foot on everybody's neck the the the, the whole way through um and they had a difficult road to get through beating east side garrett uh, Fairfield and Lakeland, all, all good teams, all teams at the top half of the conference. So it was a difficult road for them. And uh, like we talked about, I believe, last week going into those games, that they, they're just playing really well right now. Uh, they're, they're, playing, they're playing their best of the season, and this is the time of year where everybody wants to be playing their best. And it really feels like some of those freshmen and sophomores that are, that are starting to be mixed into the fold uh, for, for Coach Burlingame, I, I think they're really starting to have an impact um, and, and helping out and complimenting Warren Leach and Hannah Knoll. Uh, they're, they're playing really aggressive, and that's what Angola has been, you know, kind of been known for here over the last, you know, handful of years with Appleton and now Burlingame kind of continuing that on. And, and for as far as the, the conference race coming down here in the last uh, couple weeks here, I think the the game that's going to decide it is is tomorrow night here yeah. at West Noble. Yeah, uh, that that I was just talking with with Coach Lapidot to confirm uh, earlier that if if they win, they win at least a share of of the conference if they beat West Noble because everybody else would have two or more losses. So Garrett is definitely coming in looking for uh, a statement saying, "Hey, we're still here at the top of the conference. Yes, we didn't perform well in the conference tournament." Uh, but we're still at the top of this conference, and they have a, a good challenge with West Noble to, to prove it. And West Noble, uh, equally, they can if they knock off Garrett, they can have a, a chance to uh, at least share the, the conference title and maybe win it because Garrett still has to face Fremont and Lakeland next week. So there's a lot of conference scenarios that are still up in the air in the NECC and should make these final two weeks fun games to watch. 
Yeah, you mentioned Lakeland. Maybe that sneaky team, you know, they, they get all the way to the championship game in the NECC tournament and lose to Angola, but it's a 16-win team. And it has it gets a shot at Garrett in the season finale. So depending on what tomorrow holds, that could be a very important game. Yeah, for sure. I, I think th- that game is, is going to be equally important. You know, it could have conference race implications, but it also could be, you know, your, it's your last game going into the postseason, and both those teams are going into Class 3A sectionals that are that are going to be difficult. Lakeland is in a sectional with Central Noble, West Noble, um, and, and is going to be challenged every single night. I think the, the sectional is on their home floor this year. Um, and then Garrett has to face, you know, the likes of Concordia, Angola, uh, so it, both those teams want positive momentum going into the postseason, and uh, that game next Friday should should definitely prove who is going to be going into with with more momentum. All right, let's flip over to the boys' side, and we saw Central Noble win its uh, second consecutive NECC championship. I want to say it was uh, three out of four uh, in the in the uh, league tournament to win, and the, the final score was was a, a twenty point. You know, you could say a blowout, but th- but that game, even early in the third, you know, Angola holding holding a three point lead, and you know, despite limited fans, it was a very spirited environment. And Angola was into it, and of course, with the way Brandon Appleton coaches, he's got his kids into it, and energy. I mean, that, that was a competitive game until Central Noble was really able to take control. So I, I don't think that final score was indicative of just how good a game that was. No, no, definitely you're right. And, and it, I think that Angola was feeding off of the energy from the crowd, as you mentioned, limited as the, the, it was. Uh, but they were definitely you know, putting a, a, an effort together on the defensive end and, and shutting down. Um, Connor Asijian, they were limiting Surya Yoder, they were limiting the, the touches that Logan Guard was getting inside, and Sishinobo was really forced to, to throw the ball around the perimeter and, and try to find an opening, and Angola was really shutting them off at every turn, and um, it was a good job by the Hornets. They just couldn't keep them down um, for, for long enough, and that's what Central Noble has been able to do um, as this team has gotten better over the, the last month or and a half of the season. Um, they've been able to, even though they've been maybe kept down at, at certain points in games, they're really finding ways to you know, get over certain humps and, and take leads and take control of games um, and, and really finish off games, and, and that's what has been really impressive about John Bodie's team here recently. Yeah, and a big win, you know, a tournament win for Central Noble, but a big week, a big seven days coming up. They get Eastside and then Cherubusco, and when you look at the NECC standings, it's Westview and Eastside, the lone undefeated Central Noble and Cherubusco with one loss. So if Central Noble can take that momentum they got last week and with wins that included over Cherubusco and Westview, included as well as Angola, uh, these, these seven days could be very interesting for Central Noble as they try to uh, storm back to get to the top of the league standings. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, it's going to be, I think, a difficult road for, for Central Noble the rest of the way. I think Westview still has to play east side. Uh, but as we talked before, they probably got their, their two biggest challenges in Cherubusco and Central Noble out of the way early. Even though Westview is, is scuffling right now, um, they're not looking great offensively. I, I think that they, they still have the potential to be a very good team and, and still obviously have a great shot to, to win the NECC regular season title. But for Central Noble, I, I think what, what really we came out of that NECC tournament thinking is that this team that was uh, called soft by their own head coach after a loss at Westview earlier this season, their only loss, 
Um, we've seen a, a completely different team um, that isn't going to stand, you know, and take any crap from from any team the rest of the season. And I, I think it wasn't only just in winning the NECC tournament, but I think the game um, earlier in the week against Cherubusco, because that, that game has been a fun back and forth. Those two teams, there's there's certain matchups in that in those in those games that you know players can be jawing back and forth and and just. It's a little bit of a hatred that you like, and there's also some friendships on that team with some AAU teammates and and stuff like that. Um, it's it's a fun little rivalry that uh, I think has blossomed here um, here in the recent years, where it's been kind of down. Both well, those programs been up and down, but right now it's a really fun fun matchup. And next Friday should be should be a fun night. All right, real quick, Caleb, or we were Bryce, excuse me, Bryce. Uh, um, we have Leo taking on East Noble on, yep. uh, in a couple days. Then they go to Northside. And then that random Wednesday game at Huntington North, it could very well decide the NE8 next Wednesday. Uh, what do we think about that one? Can Huntington North give Leo a challenge? I, I think so. Um, I'm going to be at the East Noble Leo game uh, this uh, weekend. And I'm, I'm going to not really save my, you know, judgment for whether they cannot because i think huntington north can um you know pull off the upset i think we've we've talked now numerous amount of times that there's a, a group of teams in the ne8 on the boys side that can maybe just one of them can just jump up and, and get leo on on any given night and that could really shake up the conference a little bit and maybe it's noble this saturday um they've been they've been playing well they only they lost on a buzzer beater to, to Huntington North uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago, so they have the potential, I think, to do it if you catch Leo on an off night. And I think there's a, a quite a few teams in the conference that can do it, even though the conference race is, is coming down to just a, a few more games for for all these teams. All right, buddy. Hey, appreciate the time as always. Thanks for checking in with us. We'll catch you next week, hopefully back at six o'clock. We'll see what we can do. All right, thanks, Justin. That was Bryce Vance of KPC Media Group joining us. That's going to do it for us. We give way to NCAA hockey. It's Notre Dame and Michigan. Coming up after the break. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.